Yeah, we did. Um, Jessica recommended one where a guy just whispers to you the whole time, and with headphones, that just gets him. I hate it. Okay. Okay. Um, the reason... My, all right, let's do this. Sorry. <laughs> I'll stop talking. Just let's do Try this. To okay, here we go. Everybody shot out of a cannon this morning. We are. I'm ready. Wait, are my... Wait, I moved my levels around. Can you just let me know that they're okay? Well, I can't... You have... I can't tell because you have to look at your quick time and then see if oh, the bars on. go all the way out, if they're staying all the way out, or you, you want to see... A little bit of space. La, 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 la. They're not going all the way out. Is that bad or no. good? No. Well, that's good. That's good because you're you're a boomer. You're a boomer. Like sometimes, I'm a boomer. Yeah. Sometimes you're sitting there, you, you're way, you know, you're kind of off mic. And then other times it's like, Bruh! and I'm like, holy shit. Jessica, you're boom and I'm more like shakalaka. Right. Isn't boomer from um, Esiason? <laughs> What's boomer from? Meatballs? Here. Here's Boomer. Boomer no, is from Meatballs. He's the boxer in Meatballs. I don't remember that. Hold on. No. Can we Can we start the show? This is the show. I thought we were doing the show. I haven't started no, the music No, we have music. Yet. Come on, let's go. Here we go. Meatballs 2. Yeah, oh no. God. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Good morning, everyone, or I guess afternoon or evening, depending on where you are. Hi, I'm Jess. Hello, Melissa and John. How are you guys doing today? Not bad. I am great. Awesome. How are you, John? I love the fact that now I have the open of the show of us just getting ready. We're getting ready to get ready. So normally I pick you, out a nice funny weird? clip. I pick out an... You all know about this, Jessica, because you don't listen. But normally I pick out a nice, funny clip, and I bring it in the beginning. Just a little teasel, a little tickle your ass with a feather thing. But now, lately, our beginning of us getting ready is funnier than some of the stuff that we do on the show. Yeah, I love those clips that you put at the beginning. And now, I guess I feel unprepared <laughs> for what they're going to be, because you catch us off guard by scooping up stuff before we think... We're on the record. Yeah, for me, what I try to do is I try to figure out. Why is that bad? Well, it's what I do is I try to find the most embarrassing thing that we've said and then put that at the front. Don't you think we'll typically say that when we don't think we're being recorded? Here's Boomer. Boomer. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) That's definitely starting this episode. Right. Yeah, that was ugly. (laughs) I think he was on Meatballs. What? (laughs) Yeah. The movie. No. Meatballs 2. Yeah, Meatballs 2. Now no one knows who he is. Because who watches Meatballs right. too? No, but Meatballs was fantastic. Is that with Bill Murray? Yes. Okay. The first one, yes. The second one no. was not. No, it's with Will Ferrell. Is it a movie you won't watch? If no. it's Will Ferrell, I won't. <laughs> of course I won't. It was not. It's Meatballs 2 from 1984. Of with nobody what? that ever became anything. But it was still a funny-ass movie. Was it really? I was 12. In 84, you were 12? Yeah. I was, yeah, I was going nine. To, I was going to my fifth year high school reunion in 1984. I am going to post in the appearance. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> Jessica, how were you nine? I was born in 75. I was a freshman in high school. Here's Boomer. Yes, that's great. This is Boomer. I sent you a video of Boomer. Yep. Just in case you're, we were talking about those of you who are listening. This is a conversation that you can be included on. We were talking about Boomer from Meatballs 2. You know, he kind of reminds me of Michael Imperioli. He's like uh, a kind of a, like Michael Imperioli could totally play this role. He's like a dipshit boxer. Yo, I'm Boomer. 
Okay. Boom. Anyway, it's funny. Boomer was amazing. I'll have to take your word for it because I'll probably. I'm going to take your word for it. Whatever. That's fine. (laughs) Nobody watches Meatballs 2. There's no reason for when you got it absolutely right the first time with Meatballs 1. Everybody wants to try to have lightning strike twice. Really? It was like Meatballs 1, enough said. Is there ever a sequel of a movie that you go, boy, you know what? We needed that. Rocky. Rocky 2. Rocky 3. Rocky 4. Maybe. Not so much Rocky Five. <laughs> yeah. And Creed. Creed. The new Creed's coming okay, out. Okay, so maybe <laughs> Rocky did it. Like Creed? Oh, the Rocky show. Creed 2. Creed 2. Creed 2. Yeah, right. I'm excited. I haven't seen Creed 1. Oh, I guess you that's have. That's a good movie. It's a good that's movie. That's a good movie. And it films right here in Philly. Hey, um, guys, I have a million dollar idea. We'll be the judge of that. <laughs> so true. I'm pretty sure the two of you are the judge of everything I do, but I really want wrong. your op- <laughs> I really want both of your opinions desperately on this. And if you're listening and going to steal my idea, mm-hmm. 10% is all I ask. 10%. I don't think that's asking too much cuz you owe me 90 and you should get the 10. But here goes. That's a, a bold statement. I'm telling you, it's a mil- multi-million dollar idea, ready? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Do you know those Food delivery services that come to your home, that are delivered to your home and drop off boxes and you make dinner. You you go online. You kind of pick your menu. Like they give you meals. Oh, they give you the, the ingredients and you still have to cook. Yes, yes. Yes and right. yes. Yes and yes. They're like Home Chef or HelloFresh, Blue Apron, none of which whom are sponsors of ours. So right. suck it. Melissa's idea. Are you ready? Sure. Is more... <laughs> Somebody told me must be nice. Um, but here goes. Is if it's a service more so of sending a chef to your house to prepare meals Tuesday and Thursday to come cook and then leave. Um, so you hire, you go online, you pick the meals and they send in your area. It's got to start in the cities because where else can you afford. have an aggregate of people who... A, can afford it, B, are so busy they need it, and C, did I mention can afford it? So you get a wild air quote on the chef. You get a chef to come to your house with the box that would normally be delivered to your house, and they make you a meal and leave. You can do it five days a week. You can do it three days, two days, whatever you ask for, or just Friday night dinners. You want this chef to come, and it's a service level. He could come, cook, and leave. He could come cook, clean up, like there are just different levels at which like two people would probably clean up because I've never seen a chef who's like, I cannot wait to wash these dishes. But you you could do different levels of service, which will cost different levels of prices. I have a whole menu that I'm ready to print out. (laughs) So what do you think of my idea? How much does this cost? Be gentle, be gentle. I'm delicate. Um, How much does the service cost? Yeah, how much does it cost to have a chef come to your house and cook you a meal? Like I'm saying, it's don't like they have that on TaskRabbit. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about TaskRabbit. As right. I let me look it up. I have my as my father-in-law would say, I've got a guy for that. And my husband learned well and said, I've got a guy for that. Something breaks, I've got a guy for that. So here's my thing. So basically, I have the same thing. It's called the Italian restaurant around the street corner that delivers. <laughs> I can call and get uh, lemon chicken or veal parmesan Care. or chicken com. parmesan or, 
you know, all kinds of different dinners and they bring it right to the house. But this is someone who comes, makes it for you. Do they free, like, do they make a bunch or just one? That's up to you to decide if there are two of you and you say you want it for four, you can have another meal that you put in the fridge and you can have set aside. You can sit in there with the chef and learn how to cook it and learn techniques or learn, be a part of it. It's it's kind of like a as much as you want to engage with the chef or as little as you want to engage with the chef. Is he like uh, Karen from Will and Grace Driver or from, what's her name, Tan Mom talking about her husband Driver? Um Mm-hmm. It's It just depends on how much you want to get involved. But if it's somebody that could also teach you how to cook or teach you techniques or things like that, that's the service. So it would probably be hourly and mm-hmm. and you can you can add and subtract services. If you're like, look, I can wash my own pots and pans and dishes and he's coming for an hour. He could come, cook, she, he, whatever, can come, cook, make and disappear. So that could be... And that's a dinner for four or however many. And that could be, I don't know. I'm working on the See, here's, here's my menu. issue with the whole thing is like I wouldn't have the tools that he would need. He'd be like, nope. where's your spatula? And I'm like, see that thing? He goes, that's not a spatula. You know, it'd be stuff like that. He, I, I would be shamed. He'd be like, do you have any of this spice? Huh? I didn't even know no, what no, that no. is. No, no, no. They'll bring all the spices. All the and, spices. And it'll be, but it'll also be a box you could check. I don't have the tools. I am a tool. I have no tools. Like okay. that will be a box you <laughs> could check. <laughs> I am a tool and I have no tools. I exactly. Mean, it, it might work for That's like hilarious. some yuppies and some people like that. But I, you know, I can't see it being on. I just think it's going to be too expensive. How much do you envision it costing? I would say it's got to be a hundred hours, at least a hundred hours for one. That wouldn't meal. make it very cost effective, You're right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's bringing the ingredients, so it's the food shop and it's the cooking for you. So you know, on my, go I, I got to tell you, it is a million dollar idea. You know why? Because it costs a million dollars to do it. So yeah, <laughs> stop. It would be. <laughs> That's not true. I do think it's a great idea. I so like I have a friend who has a nanny. And the nanny, when the kids are taking their nap, preps dinner. She also shops for the groceries with the kids and stuff like that so that my friend can work. So, like, could it be something like that where someone comes over every day with the right groceries and preps the meal, puts it in the oven and goes home? Because I would pay someone 50 bucks an, an hour like to do that. Not every day, though. That's still a lot. Well, you, you don't have to do it every day. You just do it. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesday, Thursday, you eat leftovers or just do it. You just want a Friday night meal with your whole family or sun. Oh, even better. Sunday night meal with the whole family. So you tell them I need for eight people and you pay $200 for them to come and, and make this meal for eight people and leave. Okay. That, the more people makes it more better. Because it, yeah, because you're 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 taking the cost over more people. So it's not that big of a deal for me and someone else. It would be a fortune. Like if I had. If I had actually somebody that would eat with me, then that would be a fortune. But you know the price points are like forty nine ninety five, but it's more. It's another fifteen dollars if you want him to come with his own wok and spatula and whatever's. <laughs> yeah. I would just go out to eat, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, for those of us who are I mean, borderline. You don't shut-ins. have anybody else to feed, that's why. See, that's why I like takeout delivery. I have an Italian guy, I have a Chinese food guy. Uh, yeah. So I have. Do you all think that. for a hot second that Jess and I don't have those exact same guys? Right. I just don't understand why you have to have the guy in your house. I don't, I don't like the idea. I mean, don't get me wrong. 
it might be a, a very good idea for other people, but for me, I would never use it. That's all. Okay. Dear I listener, would use if it. you think, would you? Yeah. Would But how, to what extent would you want to see the guy cook? Would you want to learn like techniques or where no. did you get that? Nope. That food I've never seen before? Not even a little bit. Okay. So I, don't even let me know you were there. Just have the food appear yep. and make right. my house smell good. How about okay. this? How about this, chef? Cook it at your house and just bring it over. <laughs> there you go. That. That is a restaurant delivery place. That's exactly <laughs> that's what that is. That's what I'm saying. Um, so usefulness more less for you, more so maybe in a city where two parents are working, their kids are at school or daycare or whatever in the morning, and they come home, they pick up their kid, and somebody's already made them dinner. I wish, I mean, I know they have it in a city, but I don't think they have it here. It's like Uber, Uber Eats, where Uber goes and picks up your food and brings it to you. Yeah, they do have that out here. They will do it. I like, I I, you know, that's a, that's a great idea. I mean, but I, I, you know, how lazy do I have to, like, am I too lazy to drive somewhere and pick up? Yeah, I guess I am. That all depends. Do they have a drive-thru? Mm, <laughs> do I have true. to get out of the car once <laughs> I get there or is, you can throw it in my window? <laughs> that is true. That is true. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, uh, so here, so you're talking about learning how to cook. So I, I have don't want to I'm going to do a little tangent Do you want to do that? No. How much do you want to do that, Melissa? You don't want to learn how to cook, do you? Stuart said, would it be a good anniversary present if we took a cooking lesson together? I said, you mean last anniversary? Because I don't want to be married to a man who gives me a cooking lesson for a fucking anniversary mm-hmm. present. Yeah. It would be our last anniversary. All right. So here's a little tangent. So have you ever heard of Masterclass, like Steve Martin had a comedy course? Absolutely. Master- okay. So right now they have a thing where you can get all the classes unlimited for one year for $90. Now, $90 is normally the cost of one class. So I was going to take, a, well, I did take a class on how to play poker by Daniel Negron, who's one of my favorite poker players. So I went to sign up for it, but then I saw for $90, I could have them all. So then I thought, well, what the heck for one year? I'll do the poker course. I'll look at the maybe some cooking courses or some other things, maybe some screenwriting or whatever. I have all of that, you know, at my disposal for one year. And then if I don't want to, I just, um, you know, I just unsubscribe to it. How long ago did you subscribe? Yesterday. Okay. So in another month or so, I'll ask you how many you've watched and. Oh, right. So I've the poker one, I'm halfway through already. Okay. So we'll see what happens. But. You know, and then we'll see what, yeah, I don't know. I, I will look at it this way. Right now, what I'm doing is I'm, since I was going to buy one course anyhow, right now I'm playing with the house's money. See? Poker thing. Yeah, I there got you it. Go. That was great. Uh, You're so funny. I know. <laughs> would you do something like that? Like, is there something that you would want to learn that you would take a master class? Yes. I would enjoy the one on comedy. I don't know if I if it's to learn as much as the it Steve is. Steve Martin Masterclass on comedy is really, really good. I have mm-hmm. taken it. I also am signed up for Judd Apatow, but I have not taken that one yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I was signed up for another one. I think it was uh, Kevin Spacey, but I returned it for Judd Apatow. He, he, he. <laughs> well, once he got into all the scandal and shit, I was like, um, No, yeah. thank you. No, thank you. So the funny thing is I took the one for poker and I watched half of it yesterday and it got me all motivated to play poker last night. So I went to a bar around here where you, the, you just play po- poker for free. And it's it's really tough because people don't care because it's not real money. So, But, but anyhow, you, sometimes you find people that are gamblers and it's the same kind of thing when you play in real tournaments. So I went there last night and I ended up taking fifth. 
And there, what I did was I just played the way he told me, and I didn't care if I got knocked out because a lot of times I wouldn't do what I what he he told me to do, and I couldn't believe it, but it was working. And I was like, wow, wow this is amazing. Do you think you'd be able to play that way knowing it's your money on the table? Uh, or yeah. do you think you'd yes. split between what you want to do and what he he told you to do? No, I would do I would do it because for, for me, poker, uh, it doesn't matter. Once the money's well, – because I, I play tournaments. Once the money – I paid the money, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm trying to play my best poker no matter what. So mm-hmm. I thought last night that was fun. And the reason that the reason that I got knocked out in fifth was because I just ran into a bad hand, that's all. And that happens at times. There's, you know, there's the variables. But it was fun to take the course – really have somebody who's won millions and millions of dollars playing poker tell you, you know, his yeah. little tricks and, and stuff. Yeah. And there was one little, I'll tell you what, there was one little tell that he talked about. And a tell is like, if you watch somebody and they do something, it tells you whether they have a long or a strong hand or, and I watched for that tell and I picked it up like six or seven times. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. So yeah, it saved me a lot of chips in this, in those situations. Chips saves me some chips. So you're telling me it's mine's not a million dollar idea. Is that what no. you're saying? I'm, I won't be teaching a master class anytime soon is what you're saying to me. Yes. Damn it. All right. Dear listener, write in if you think I stand a chance. I mean, you stand a chance. It's just going to be for a very specialized target audience. That's all. You definitely stand a chance. I just think... What, the overprivileged white people on the Upper West Side of Manhattan? I don't think uh, your target market is people who want to learn how to cook because they'll just buy a book or watch a a video. There's a thousand YouTube videos for free about how to cook various shit. Yeah, I think the master class for cooking in there is the guy that screams and yells. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay, $100. My only thought was that this is in your house with your stuff. So that was like a... Because when you watch those things, I think... That's great. I don't even own that shit. I don't even know where to buy that shit. Yeah, but sometimes they have it listed what you need and where to buy. I don't know. I'm just. All right. So never mind. I'll go back to the drawing board. Here's an idea if you want to work on. I had an idea for a drive-through pierogi hut where. (laughs) (laughs) I would definitely go there. (laughs) Who wouldn't go there? First of all, we were. We were just at Founding Farmers the other night for dinner, and they are big on pierogies. We got at our, I mean, appetizers. Before everybody ate, there was just a bowl of pierogies that came to the table. So I think you might be on to something. Mm-hmm. If you can get a guy to come I to your house and make it for you, to, that'd be you, even better. First of all, you choose boiled or fried or baked. Duh. You do both. And then you, you can choose a fry. variety of pierogi flavors and then a variety of dipping sauces that they give you in such a way where you can dip and drive. That's what it's called. Dip and drive. Dip and drive. <laughs> Melissa, get on Jesus it. Jesus Christ, she just yelled so loud, everybody's headphones just echoed into their microphone. So, all right, so here's what I love about dip and drive. Dip and drive isn't just pierogies. Dip and drive is chicken nuggets and chicken. Dip and drive is, uh, could be chicken tender, I mean, uh, chicken nuggets or, you know, something like dip and drive could be so much that you could make, that you would dip and drive and then you go through the drive through. You just got so excited that you repeated the same thing three times. But I will have to tell you, the whole key to this <laughs> is going to be to just create the cardboard container that has dip sauces in one side and the other thing. It's really all in the marketing of the container as the dip and drive because you can put it on your console or something that stands by itself where you can dip 
and drive. Okay, so here's the thing, and here's a, a thing I hate, not the people I hate, but here's the thing I hate. So you go to through a drive-through and you get chicken nuggets or chicken tenders, all right? And they say, "What sauce do you want?" And then you go, "Oh, I don't know. I guess I'll have like, barbecue and then ketchup." Okay, so you go ketchup. So you go and they give you the barbecue sauce, which is in a little cup, and you pull the tin yeah, for a little. Yeah, off. yeah. All right, and then you go get cup it. Uh, then you go to get it ketchup, and it's packets. What am I supposed to do with the package? Shoot them on the chicken nuggets? Wendy's has a dip in like a ketchup that's meant like a barbecue sauce. No. Yeah, it's like, Well, it's like in the yeah, cup see, with the lid. Should... You can peel it back. Peel it back. Yeah. Why doesn't the other people have? Well, why they is should that? Why offer have a... sour cream. What else do people dip pierogies in? Salsa. Just a butter and onion sauce. That would be brilliant. Right. I would love just gravy. butter and onions. Just gravy. Regular gravy. 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 John, I think also for the, days. for the health, wait, for the health conscious, the pierogi salad with some vegetables, some peppers. And all right, go ahead. Sorry. I think in the ghetto days, we used to take, we used to peel that the center of that little ketchup packet and you'd put French fries in your mouth and then you'd put that little ketchup packet in your mouth and you'd suck a little right out of there to go with the French fries. I mean, it's very ghetto, but Ugh. totally doable. Yeah, I would never, I would never do that. Yeah, but I don't eat and drive. So that's probably a better, but, but. Dip Wait, and drive is a great idea. Why don't you eat and drive? What kind of maniac doesn't eat when they're driving? The kind of maniac that also doesn't sit and read a book on the fucking toilet. I yes, you that's do. in my people that's in my people I hate this week also. But Wait a minute. I, I'm dry what? Why is that in people you hate? All right, I we'll ha- get to it then. You're right. Yeah, that's Driving and eating is not hazardous, although I did have a mishap. This weekend. Of course you did, because it is ha- oh, this weekend. This weekend I had a mishap. So like I do eat and drive. I'm quite good at it actually. Um Me too. obviously there are certain things that you cannot eat while you're driving. But I I mean I was taking Nathan home. It was breakfast, it was like nine thirty. He wanted to go to Taco Bell. I was like, I'm not you can't eat Taco Bell when you're driving. And he was like, Yes you can, it'll be fine. He was like, Just get tacos. I do it all the time. And I was like, No, I don't think that's gonna work. Um fine. If you want to go there, we'll go there. We drive through, he gets Whatever he gets, super crunchy, cheesy, crunchy, torty, you know, wrap and some kind of taco and whatever. And I get nachos bel grande. And I'm breakfast. I'm driving along. Now it's like 10 or 10. So I'm driving along and I'm like, all right, I'll just get to the highway and then I'll be able to eat. And I get on the highway and I'm holding the nachos and I go to open it. And then I'm like, how am I Dear supposed listener, to hold please it realize and eat it Jessica, and have my hand on the wheel? I can't do Jessica it. Jessica is using both hands right now to show <laughs> to simulate eating her freaking nachos and telling me that driving while eating is not a problem well, wait whatsoever. A minute, wait a minute. So then I was like, so then Nate was like, I don't know why you got those. That was the I'm like, I think I made a mistake. He's like, just oh. have, he's like, just have one of my tacos. So we switch. And I'm holding the taco, but I need the paper to like cover my. So like I put the taco paper over my boobs, you know, so I don't make a mess. It's still impossible. I take a bite. The shit goes everywhere all over the floor of my car. I was like, I look at him and I go, don't ever ask me to do this on the way to your house again, ever. I was such. And he was like, you didn't have to go. And I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Taco Bell in the car. What is wrong with me? Next, I'm going to try Kentucky Fried Chicken. Like, what am I, an idiot? I think you're arguing my point of view. And I not am. Yours. This is one of those things. Okay. okay, so tacos, fried chicken, I'm assuming spaghetti. These are the things you cannot eat while driving. <laughs> I'm only going to assume spaghetti because I have eaten well pizza. Done. Now, let me just also say these are all things I've eaten in bed, by the way. 
Okay, so let me tell you where you went wrong as far as Taco Bell because I'm an expert in this. Going there. Ah. All right. Going so there. here's the deal. What did I say? What did you say? I don't know. She corrected me. I was trying to figure out what I said so I could try no, to. No, you said the one thing you did wrong, and I said going there. Oh, no, that no. was the one thing she did no. wrong. Besides that, first of all, you can't eat right. ha- order a nachos thing. And if you do, you can't hold it. You have to sit it in the center and then get it ready. And then you can eat a chip from the side. You also have to have the napkin ready. But if you're going to go to Taco Bell and you're going to eat the taco, you got to take the wrapper and wrap it around it a little bit. You can't put the wrapper on your chest and try to eat it. The wrapper, catch the the wrapper can wrapper is what contains things also normally if you go to taco bell you should get a burrito or something that's already encased in something he's an expert the man knows what he's talking about exactly certainly do because i have eaten tacos bell grande while i'm driving and i've never had an issue with it and i've eaten tacos but how did you tell me what you did again you put it in the Can center of the console. Can you guys just fucking drive? I don't understand why it needs to be a meal while you're driving. I don't. Because sometimes I I'm drive long distances and I'm hungry. I don't and have food that, in the Because house. I I get in the car. I'm I'm there. I get it from the drive through. It smells good, and I'm not waiting. Not nine times out of ten, I'm finished my eating before I get home, <laughs> and I only live ten minutes from the place. Wow, that is <laughs> impressive. Right. You could sit in the car in the parking lot as it is maybe 90 feet from your house, Jessica, and you could sit right there, eat it, and then drive. It just seems like you're taking my life in your hands when you take your nachos douchebaggery on the road with dips. And I didn't know you were so such a nervous driver. Such a, uh, a eating driving <laughs> I'm not shamer. a nervous driver. Sounds like you are, though. And I could also eat chicken in the car and have Kentucky Fried Chicken in the car. <gasps> I've never done that. Oh, That's bold. That's a bold move, sir. I would be afraid that I would lose some of that original recipe. Never drop and a I crumb. Would, and I would have diarrhea 20 minutes later. But besides that, <laughs> I would be afraid that I would miss some of that awesome. I'm not going to lie. That's happened. <laughs> After both of those fast food places, which, by the way, I think are connected and they are one-stop owned. shopping. Yes. The one the one I know of, uh, there is a Taco Bell and Kentucky Fried Chicken, which is fantastic because you can get a three-piece chicken thigh dinner and a taco. Hmm. That's nice. I do think that that cardboard encased dip and drive thing is genius, and mm-hmm. you just need to find the right place to make it. And like John said, you could put anything on one side and any dips yeah. on the other side. I think I want it to be like a tiki hut. You know, where you drive up and it's like straw roof. I don't know why, but I just see pierogi. It can't be like a pierogi drive through It has to be a pierogi hut. That part's important. I'm not sure why. Maybe because I don't either. I have no idea. It could be a white building with a a square white building. As as long as the stuff's good and the dip's good, I'm I'm, I'm all over it. And it has a drive through Could it be a square white castle? Yeah. I feel like like a white (laughs) castle. This idea could totally win um, Shark Tank, don't you think? I, I like it. Dip and drive, I like. Who wouldn't want to eat that? You could do mozzarella sticks. You could do all those little appetizer things that you, you have. Yes. Pardon you me. Melissa, you don't think you would want to eat pierogies? Oh, I do enjoy the pierogi thing, but everything else sounds ridiculously fried. And You can have it boiled, baked, or fried. But the boiled ones will probably stick to one another because that's how that goes. And be gross. They're not gross, can- but they just stick together. Yeah, you could have fried ra- raviolis. You dip in marinara sauce. You could have all kinds. I mean, yes, it's amazing. Fried ravioli. No, I wasn't envisioning that all of it would be fried. Just a few. Okay. Okay. For Melissa, we have what's called a a crudé. How do you say that in French? The crudé, crudé. How would my mother say it? Yes. How, how would my mother say it? 
You could have that with your little ranch dipping sauce. You could dip a piece of broccoli in ranch if that makes you happy. Well, I'm, I love it all as long as you're not driving while eating it. But yes, it is a driving snack. Snacks. That's what I eat while I'm driving. Snacks. I will have nuts and I will have, yeah, I'll have snacks. Chips, so, nuts, things that are dry-ish, maybe a little salty that you wipe on your pants. And that's for my... That's for my trip all the way to Maine. That's for when driving to see you in December mm-hmm, at the beach. Mm-hmm. That's for the longer drives, mm-hmm. but not something that I need to dip in a sauce. I don't do it every I day. I don't drive and eat every day. Just when I'm doing. I do. I don't do it every day. I don't think. <laughs> you have to, John. You have to be in your car to get your food. So you have to drive. And uh, eat. I'm not going to lie. 90% of my meals are eaten in my car. You used to use the Instapot. Are we done with that? No, it's still here. No. Yeah, that's, that's not what she asked. That's you. not what I asked. <laughs> that's not what I asked. Are you done with that? With the chicken cutlets and the yeah, eggs I, and the I, I, maybe broccoli? Maybe I am. I guess. We got to make I eggs guess. in there. I bet it's good. Yeah, eggs are well. You can, the hard-boiled eggs are amazing because they they peel with one. You can peel them with one hand. You crack them and you just the shell just falls off. It's uh, amazing. When's the last so time you satisfying. made hard-boiled eggs in there? Uh, probably three weeks ago. Oh, okay. Three weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, I have uh, 36 eggs in my refrigerator that I have to do something with or they're going to go bad. So, Sounds like you're making your ass some deviled eggs. Well, uh, definitely egg salad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you like egg salad when it's warm? Yes. Yeah, that's the best. I don't need that I like shit. Just, I like oh, it. It's so good. It's mush with lumps. I can't do it. I would like to do it because I do love deviled eggs. You know what I do? I put it. Well, see, the same, I got this from deviled eggs. It's it, I put a little relish in there. I like that. I like that too in my deviled eggs. Relish, balsamic vinegar, white balsamic vinegar. Actually, if you use regular balsamic vinegar, it it becomes an odd color. I never thought we would have a food podcast, the eating podcast. Hmm. Speaking of eating, Jessica and I met at the Amish market the other day, and we sat next to some very interesting ladies. Jess? Forgets. So these are young Amish girls taking our order and the table next to us. The woman oh, placed an order. There it goes. That's right. The yes. Oh, my God. It was so annoying. Wait, are we on to people I hate? We can oh, be. is that what this is going to be? Is she I a thought person so. You hate? All right. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, people we hate. That was not bad. Okay. <laughs> so this woman, it, it was in the Amish market. There's a lovely Amish girl taking our order. The woman... As we're ordering, the woman at the table next to us is having her breakfast delivered and she specifically looks up at the waitress and said, so we're clear this was not cooked with any kind of oil or any kind of fat. It was just fat. No, no oil or fat. She was like, yeah, no oil or fat. She goes, okay, great. Then she proceeds to pour half a bottle of syrup on it. And then I look over and it's a chocolate chip pancake. Make it healthy so I can drown it in sugar. Like, why did you go through all the trouble of extra checking that it wasn't cooked on any kind of oiled griddle? There's no oil. It's not coconut oil. It's not canola oil. It's not olive oil. It's not vegetable oil. There's no oil at all in this making of this. No oil at all. Thank you very much. Can you put chocolate chips in that? And can I have some extra, extra syrup? (laughs) Thank you. Melissa, first of all, it was Melissa who who looked at it and she was appalled. (laughs) She was like this poor woman who like... Because she wasn't very friendly about making sure there was no oil in it. And the girl, you know, Amish girls are like sweet and innocent and pure. 
So did you ever work in food service? I feel like I could never work in I food service. I have many times. People are you know so that. F- I worked at people Treats so with f- Marnie. Oh, that's right. They're so fucked up with their orders and their special this and my food can't touch that. Like it's they're so picky that I would say uh, but really I'm like that. So actually me working at a sandwich shop was perfect because I'm so fussy about my sandwiches that I would get it right every time. Like you want mustard on half and mayo on half and bean sprouts, but one at a time laid out in a line. I totally get you. I'm on it. Let's do this. Like I'm, I know people are crazy about their food because I am people. Who was it? Was it you, John, that you always accuse me of ordering like when Harry met Sally? Yes. Yeah. See? Yes. And then you get it, and it's never right. You get it, and you don't like it. I've been out with you three times. I think you liked three or four times for for to eat. Is that and true? I think it's always been the same time. restaurant. No, it's not. We went to the one place in Philly. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that place was good. You didn't like it. We went remember. to the steakhouse, and you didn't like it. No, it was I guess too I salty. Did. It was too salty. It was too salty, but it was good. It was a little salty. All right, whatever. So food's a difficult business. John, do you have any people I hate? I Actually, I you know, now that I'm not allowed to talk about the drive-in anymore, no. <laughs> no, you're not. No, who said you weren't allowed to do anything? <laughs> well, Melissa's making fun of me because I everything I use is out of a drive through window. She's not wrong. I just don't like being made fun of. Mm-hmm. I'm just no. kidding. Aww, no. We're all sensitive snowflakes. Hey, <laughs> I just was trash-talking your Instapot because it's lonely. Right. Yes, yeah. What? Yeah. It's just, you know what? I have one too. I've used it twice. It's just effort like every fucking thing else. It's just effort to do it. Find yes. a recipe, buy the shit. I don't. No, I mean, the eggs is no big deal. You just, you, what you do is you put your lamb in there, you pour a cup of water in there, and you turn it on. And then when it goes, when it beeps, you take it, you take it out, and you put them in ice water. It's not really hard. It's just, I have to be there. You know, it's not like, like if you miss it, then the next thing you know, you like, you have they, the eggs explode. And that's um, a mess. Yeah. People you hate. Oh, I uh, I don't have anybody. <laughs> I hate people that keep reminding me about people I hate. No, I'm just kidding. Rain it in, motherfuckers. We're on to people I hate. <laughs> Rain it in. <laughs> Come on. I Normally, I would have somebody, but I don't. Who's, who does, does anybody have anybody I hate? I'm so happy. Last week, I didn't, but, uh, you know. I do now. Okay, well, um, why don't you go with your people instead of <laughs> instead of berating us? Why don't you go? <laughs> yeah, so our country is kind of like in the middle of this national crisis of of is it really the whole Kavanaugh thing and right. women are are totally eighth class citizens. This man was inappropriate. Doesn't matter. I'm still going to put him on the court because we don't value it. Like there's a whole thing going on. You could take, you could feel it in every cell of your body, or you could turn it off out of disgust. You could feel on far left side. You could feel on the far right side. I don't care if he did it. I still want him there. It's them against us. It's us against them. And then you go on Facebook, and there are still people like they don't know that anything of weight is happening. They're posting things on their Facebook page that are so clueless. What and, do you mean? Like. Two-legged stool for sale in your in local town yard that sale. That bothers you. Fifty cents. You mean during the Kavanaugh trials? During during a time where things are so weighted that they're and it's not like here's a cat. This should make you giggle. Like this will take some some air out of that heated balloon and and nothing like that. But their their own little tiny agenda. It's almost like they have no idea what's happening in the world because in their teeny tiny teeny tiny micro world I'm they still have person. a two a two legged stool. 
Jew. Let me tell you, if the shoe fits, Jess. Did you just call me Jew? Not that I know of. I, I don't heard, know what that was. I heard Jew. Let me tell you. So <laughs> Maybe, did you? Maybe it was dude and Jess at the same time. All right, so here's my thing about this Dude, whole. I, this I don't person. get involved in that because I don't want to. I don't want to hear anybody. I know exactly what I think, and I don't really care what you think. To be quite honest with you, it doesn't matter. My big thing now. Here's the thing. I'm not a woman. Yeah, I kind of don't hate this person because not everything has to be. Everything that's going on with us doesn't have to be going on with everyone in their lives all at once. Some people don't want to be involved in it. Some people don't live in this country and don't give a shit. Right. Like you ladies had like some kind of big dust up among your own peoples where you're supposed to put a blackout thing on your face. Oh, my God. And then what happened there? Because I wasn't I didn't get any of the memos. There's just all these private messages about tomorrow. Put a black square where your Facebook profile should be so we can teach the world what it's like with no women in it. No, fuck you. I'm not doing that. So we have to make our own sandwiches. Wait, so a black screen, a black screen tells you there are no women in the world? A black profile picture, not a black screen. Here, I'll read it right. to you. Hold on. It was so fucking no, stupid. I, I, under, I completely understand it. I believe it was sent to me as well. But I'm saying because I put a blackout on my Facebook that shows people what it's like to not have women. Exactly. First of all, how does it show if I'm still posting and there's just a black square there? Obviously, I'm still here. Hello. I'm just have a black screen over my face. Well, it's kind of like put a bag over your head and walk around all day so the world can pretend they don't see you. It makes no sense. It's the most passive aggressive bullshit I've ever heard of. And I have a friend that's a guy that does this all the time when he's pissed off. He wants you to know he's pissed off. But he doesn't say anything. It's so about dumb. It. If you want to know what it's like with a world without women, let us sleep for one fucking day. Then you'll figure it out. Don't make me just go put a black. It's just it was so stupid. It's it is not just passive aggressive. It doesn't make any kind of point. So was there backlash to it? I didn't. Well, miss- I just posted oh, yeah. that it made no sense and it was stupid. Oh, I didn't see That's that. All. Post. And so of course. I don't do this on social media, but then someone will say something to me. And of course, I have an opinion and I, you know, I spout my opinion and then I get myself in trouble because I don't think anyone understands my opinion. So that's why. Why am I going to go and talk to somebody that doesn't understand what I'm saying, doesn't want to understand what I'm saying? And then why do I need all that nonsense? I put something up and then I had two numbnuts on my profile fighting. And I wasn't even engaging in it because I didn't care what they were talking about. And it was about Kavanaugh, to be quite honest with you. So there you go. Here's what I can't stand. All right. You know what? Why shame her and why ridicule her? Because she came forward and told something that happened to her. I believe that something happened to her. I believe that it might even been him. But the problem is there's no proof and there's nothing you can do about it now. Okay. Go ahead. Take it to the next step. What now? Wait, take it to the next step, John. What now? There's nothing you, sh- you can do about it now. Okay. So, but yet there is. Because what? do you feel that somebody, even if it was was or wasn't, he has lied again and again and again in under oath. Is he somebody you want representing you? You don't think no. there are a thousand other people who are anti-abortion you could stick in that seat? You're going to get somebody. Does it have to be this deplorable human being who lash out at, I, he's, I can't even go point by point, but all right. So if we're, all right, now we're into this thing, and it might even be cut out of here. I don't know, but here's the deal: right. he drank when he was in high school, and he drank when he was in college, and he partied, and he did all that thing. Anybody that didn't do that, raise their hand. 
Right. I see no hands. Okay, does that mean now that you're in your life and you're doing your job and everything, does that mean anything that you can't do your job? No. Okay, so let's does, stop. So hang it, on, let me wait, finish. Before- wait, I didn't stop. Let me finish, okay? So now the thing that, that, that that's the horrible thing about here is did he at one time uh, sexually assault a woman? Mm, now that's that's hard. Okay, so so now if that's the truth, we need evidence of that. We need evidence of that because in this country, you just can't. Who's the witness? The second accuser has many witnesses. Ramirez. Okay, but now, okay, so where are these? And let's get some. Let's get some information. So, and if that's the case, then let's get rid of them. I read this thing the other day that was like, uh, "Woman, this man sexually assaulted me." Man, you know, if only we had someone else that that happened to, then it would be credible. Woman, he did it to me too. Man, man, I wish there was some evidence or a witness. Woman number one, I'm a witness. Woman number two, yep, I was there too. Woman number three, yep, I can corroborate. Woman number four, yep, totally there. I can corroborate all of it. Man number three. Now, if only we had some evidence to prove here. It's like, no matter what we give, it's not enough. It's never enough. I hear you, okay? But moving forward, and this is what I, I hope. This is what I hope comes out of this. I don't know if it will, but this is what I hope. I hope now that women see that when something like this happens, you immediately go to the authorities or whatever. You, see, John, now this is the like problem. That. See, this is the problem. This is the problem because, yes, it has to be like that because there are you people can't. that will stand behind you. Why? I, I couldn't have done it. Why? Because they're men in power, because they are, because you're made to feel like it's your fault. John, there are a thousand reasons why. Blaming Did you read people what for I wrote not about coming why? forward. So how can we fix it? If no one comes forward, how do we fix it? Just Did because you, you say I, something? I know how. Hold on. I know how. how. Put this jackhole right on the Supreme Court. That's exactly how we'll fix it. Show women that don't bother coming out. Don't bother Ever. saying anything. Because when be you important. do, we're going to take the person who did it to you, and we're going to give them a fucking job that they will hold that, for the rest yeah, of their lives, that he can making re- decisions on your body and dictating yeah. The birth birth control pill as an abortion pill because he's a fucking idiot. So that's right. Give that's how you reward him, and that's how we make it better. So now we don't put him on the court. And does anything else change? Yeah, you get somebody who no. has an actual. No, nothing changes. Nothing women changes. learn that coming out and speaking out isn't for naught, isn't for no reason, isn't to be shamed in public for no reason. And when all of those Republican senators do vote for him, I pray that every human being in their states votes against that sitting for so long in Grassley, like in every single one of them gets voted out to, what about 24, 25 days later? Yeah. gets voted out of their gig because they are voting against the best interests of 51% of their constituents and they are voting against what 55% of the people want. Okay, so, so all right, so I agree with that part of it, but what I don't agree with and whether what you do with this guy, there's still a problem with women coming forward when they're sexual assaults. Honestly, I think what you should do is if you get assaulted, you go back, you get a baseball bat, you come back and you beat the guys, you beat the guy you until he's you black and blue. You can't always do that. So our jails are full of women. I'd rather the courts be full of women. Oh, than the okay. Jails. So the thing about it is, you have. I say, okay, you got to come forward. You got to get. Got to give evidence. You can So then, if you can't do it, then you can't fix the problem. John, the bottom line is, if this human has lied about everything, why do you want to put him on the Supreme Court? I don't. I don't. Okay. But can- I think I think he's purged himself more about lying about the drinking and not having sex when I think in his yearbook he clearly stated that he did have sex. Obviously. And then he comes out and says, Democrats, I hate you Democrats. This is just a... You cannot sit on the highest court in the land and be partisan that way. That is not what it's about. You have to be 
above fair. all of the politics. You have to be and fair. you have to right. read one document and be it has to be it can't be I'm going to screw the Democrats, which in every word out of his mouth is exactly what he said. Do you think Ruth Bader Ginsburg got mad and threw a beer in someone's face ever? I mean, like, that's just a character. She's so cute. There's just it was there are certain characteristics you don't want people who make laws about your life to have. And I think impulsively angry beer drinker is one of those characteristics. That's and all. We are more sensitive because we do have. We do have an organ that he's going to try to legislate. And that is scary as fuck to us. I get it. To have it. somebody decide what we're allowed to do with, with cells in our body. That is so scary. So, yeah, we are more sensitive to it. And we are the less powerful physically gender. And, and yes, we are overpowered. And, and, yes, there are stories of men who have been on the other side. But more so coming out now, it's. Listen, I'm not saying there's not creepy as fuck guys and guys that are doing this stuff and guys that need to be uh, disciplined or whatever, charged, whatever for this. I'm not saying that that doesn't go on here. There are. All right. But then there has to be some kind of way of, you know, there are rules and laws. And there's one of the things is it's, it's better to let 10 guys, guilty guys go free than in prison one innocent person. And I believe in that. To the methods that you were saying, there has to be a way. Could the first step in finding that way be believing women when they do come out and not blaming them when they do? Could that be the first thing we do? Yeah, yeah. I believe her, and I'm not blaming her for coming out. But I don't have enough proof to charge somebody and convict them. Okay, so you're saying it can't go to criminal court, but can right. he also not go to the Supreme Court? Here's the problem. We have a jackass in the fucking Oval Office right now, and he should have pulled the fucking nomination, but he won't because you know because he doesn't like to be pushed back. And because on, so he, he has take sixteen of his own perpetrators, right? He's he's another culprit, right? So again, everything has to happen on June sixth when everybody goes to the polls. You know, if you if don't go in June, go in November. What did I say, June? <laughs> <laughs> don't did let him distract you. It's November sixth. Oops. God, I'm so stupid. Listen. In November, when you go to the polls, this is the time where you do your damage. This is the time where you send a message that, guess what? You might have Christian Judeo, Judeo, what's Judeo Christian values. Yeah, you might have Christian values, okay? But I don't want your Christian values put into my laws, all right? You can do what you want because you're a Christian, all right? That's your right under the Constitution. But you don't get to take your values, your religious values, and put them on everybody else. And I'm so and listen, I've ruined how many podcasts by talking about politics? I, many, I can't even stand many it. Many of them. All right. So here's my problem. Here's my problem. I I'm can't s- wait to see what you cut out of this. Yeah, oh, I have a question, actually, while Switchy. we're on the subject. Did you know that pedophilia is being marketed now as a religion? And as such, we should not. Well, there you go shun those people because as a religion they should be able to practice however they want to practice that's your cold opener right there john (laughs) that's your cold opener. yeah you know what i say to those people nice try stop putting your dick in kids Ew, it's women too it's women too it's well it's women too they're all teachers they're all educators yeah i don't know if that's a i don't know if sexual assault or a public service i don't know i read an article on cracked.com about it (laughs) 
<laughs> Listen, there as a 16 or 17 year old kid, I had plenty of teachers that I would have kept my mouth shut forever if they did that to me. I don't call but that. Do you sexual understand assault. why that would have been highly inappropriate? For the same reason I just told you about why I didn't report because you wouldn't know until much later. Let me tell you that they did some kind of emotional damage to you because you're too young to do that with someone that old. If my ninth grade uh, English teacher. Uh, abused me like that, I would keep my mouth shut to the grave, to be quite honest with you, and have been very happy to do so. So is it really sexual assault? I honestly feel like even the adult age is a skew. Yes. Like, I know that adults yes, are 18, but do I think an 18-year-old should be having sex with a 30-year-old or a 36-year-old? No, I do not. I do not think 18-year-olds are able to handle the same kind of relationships. Well, that's 20- why we have rules and, and, and age limits and all that other stuff. But I, I mean, think you that's not the right age, my personal opinion. Uh, again, that just says, there you go. That's your personal opinion. There you know you who go. I've always felt really bad for? I'm just I'm so glad that that I have a, an outlet for go. this. Okay. I'm so glad John has an edit for this. Okay, go ahead. Who is it? Why do you immediately have to assume that I'm going to say something that's edit worthy? That's mean. Okay, so who do you feel sorry for? So we can move on. I've always felt terribly, terribly bad for Monica Lewinsky. Oh, yeah. I agree with you there. She got the worst. Her life was ruined. And I'm, and I'm just seeing her age... 18, 19, 20, excited to be in the Oval Office, excited to work for the president. They're all about prestige in D.C. She's made her parents proud. She's made her teachers proud. She's doing good work and for the whole world. And then the president takes an interest in you. And even though you you don't even know if you find him attractive, but he's the president of the United States. So, like, you should probably just go along with it. He, I mean, he was cute, but, like, he's also a lot older than her. It's not that he's cute. He is the most charismatic human I've ever met. There is something wildly appealing about okay. him. He's- but that said, he's still a lot older than you, and you're still just happy to have been chosen. So now you're being chosen for a little bit of a different task, and you don't say no, even if it's like maybe in the back of your head, probably not the best idea. You kind of get like pulled into this situation and then the 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 feelings she must have had when he said i did not have sexual relationships with this woman that must have hurt her so badly and just crushed her little that's not why i feel sorry for her i feel sorry for her for all of it she became like a household joke she couldn't get a date she couldn't get a job and none of it was really her fault she was a child i don't think she wasn't an of adult ability to Make decisions. I don't really think you are that capable until you're like 25. All right. I'm going to sum it up with this. So they used her to bring up all this emotion about a sexual assault and all. And I believe her. All right. But I still don't believe that there is enough evidence to, to prove take it was him. And to prove it was him because she doesn't have enough evidence. So that's number one. And number two, I think there is plenty of stuff that he has purged himself with that can be proven, and the fact that he still is becoming a Supreme Court judge is just a, a fucking abomination of this whole country's yeah. way that we we rule and the way we do things. It's ridiculous. And the thing about it is there's so many predators in that Congress. If you, let's say you're a, a secretary and one of these uh, gross guys grope you or whatever, and then you go to report it, you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement before they'll even hear it. You can't even talk about it. They give you a little bit of money, pat you on the ass, and send you on your way as a troublemaker. Yeah, way to go. And these are the guys you're worried about doing this. So, yeah, you know what? Put more women in in office. 
I'm all for that, okay? But the, the, the whole thing, there are rules around here that things have to be proven beyond a reasonable doubt. I'm never going to be against that, never. I don't know why, you know, it's just the way I am. Did you know that the food that you eat tells you a lot about yourself? Does it? <laughs> Let's do that. How about we have a little food quiz? All right, so first I'm going to ask Jessica. All right, so you got to pick one of these six foods that you would eat. A croissant, a veggie plate, a chimichurri steak, oatmeal with fruit, raw oysters, or an ice cream sandwich. At the moment, I kind of want the crudite. Okay. Sh- that is, no, you can't do at the moment. Like you as a person, what do you want to steak. Okay, let's do that. All right, here we go. Lamb vidulu. Vindaloo. I'm looking Vindaloo. at the page. <laughs> okay, all right. Bacon cheeseburger, pancakes, mozzarella sticks, a lemon bar, or a house salad? Lemon bar. Chocolate ice cream, avocado toast, jambalaya, chicken nuggets, Pan Thai, cherry cheesecake. I had avocado toast. You know, none of these are really up my alley, so I have to go with the chicken nuggets, which is the least. Okay. Like, Uh, what's that? Unappealing of the six. Falafel. What is falafel? I don't know. Falafel. Falafel. Do you want? Do you want? Okay, go ahead. Falafel, barbecue ribs, (laughs) guacamole and chips, grilled fish tacos, s'mores, or donuts. You've never had falafel. I don't. I just didn't know how to read it. I've had it. Okay, it's a toss-up between the ribs and the guac. Probably the guac. Okay, tater tots, chicken fried steak, penne vodka. vodka sauce, cinnamon roll, French toast, or pho. 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 I think it's pronounced pho. Is it pho? Maybe. At our dinner table, it's fuck er. <laughs> um, this one is hard. Um, I'm going to take the quiz from the beginning. Tater tots. Okay. Tater tots you're going with? Mm-hmm. All right. Get, you do it, and then we'll figure out what yours says. All right. Here we go. Captain Crunch, Eggs Benedict, Fried Chicken, Chocolate Cake, Palat sushi, Paneer. Palat Paneer. <laughs> it's Indian food. <laughs> right. Or sushi. Or sushi. What's your pick? Fried chicken. Fried chicken. All right. And here we go for the final. Cheese puffs, pizza, shrimp cocktail, Peanut butter cup, tacos, or onion rings? Mm. This is my tough one because I wanted them all. I want peanut butter cups. I want shrimp. I want pizza. I'm going to say pizza. All right. Go ahead, I Jess. really I I like pizza, it? but I also really like peanut butter cups, so it's hard. I guess pizza. No, put peanut butter cup. Peanut butter cup? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's right. <laughs> it's way right, John. All right. Now I can't do it because I already changed it because it was the last one. So you got pizza. So here's okay, what okay. yours says. You, Jessica, hate change. You crave stability and predictable routine. It's very true. You tend to be a homebody and get annoyed when people try to push you out of your comfort zone. I got the same thing. I don't did know you if get that's the same true. Thing? What did my, it's, it's totally true about me. What'd you get, John? I forget what I got now. I can. I. I'll, I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you what. I'll do. I'll do it real quick. Let's you picked all I, the I'll potatoes. I'm never take potatoes. You, potato, potato, potato. So for me, I went with ice cream sandwich. I went with bacon cheeseburger. I went with cherry cheesecake, of course. I went with barbecue ribs. And then I went with French toast. And then the very last one, I went with sushi. Wow. And then I think I went with, I went with shrimp cocktail. 
So here's what this is what I got. Needs attention. You require a lot of external validation to be happy. You present yourself as cool, confident, but if you don't get positive feedback you crave, you become extremely insecure and needy. And that is exactly me. Is it? Yes, that is exactly me. Hmm. So I thought that was pretty funny because that was spot on. I hate it when these quizzes call you on your shit. I did look for reasons. I did look for reasons why it could be a hack. Like, you know, you didn't have to input your favorite, I don't know, your, the street you grew up on or your dog's name. So I was like, all right, I'll take this quiz. Right. But it was right. I am the homebody who likes things to pretty much stay the same. All right. So Missy has this one thing here I'm, I'm really interested in. Things that are bad for you that you do anyway. Now, we are not smokers, so that's not one thing. What about sitting out in the sun? You are very well aware that getting too much sun or getting sun will give you skin cancer. It will give you cancer. It's proven, but you don't see it right now. I feel like these are all things that you're not going to see a bad result immediately. In fact, if anything, it gives you joy immediately. Mm -hmm. You look better with a tan. You look... um, you eat that extra sugar ice cream sandwich and it just feels amazing initially. Mm-hmm. Do you know of other things that smoking is smoking one? Well, smoking could be one. Yeah. Yes. I, and I would say sometimes, you know, excessive drinking could be part of it. Uh, I'm trying to think that things that are bad for me that I do anyhow. That it feels So drinking, you're saying feels good at the time, but is wreaking havoc later on your body or it's just over time. I think for me, what I do that's bad for me that I do any anyhow is that I'm sedentary. My lifestyle is sedentary. Like I really feel like I should be doing more exercise. uh, It's proven. So, you know, caught in inertia. Yeah, exactly. It's not that I'm not doing anything. My brain's working, but that's about it. A lot of activity from the neck up, neck down. Not so much. So, but those, but the other things, John, are things that you don't see bad from it immediately. You don't feel the negative repercussions from what you're doing. No, it makes you immediately. Feel, yeah, it feels but great. But you do. Well, you say that, but I'm just saying. Like the other thing is like eating. Like I'm a big sweets eater. I love that stuff. So to me, yeah, I know it's bad for me, but I do it anyway. Oh, really? feels fast, good right now. Fast food. No, it's bad for me. Do it anyhow. My my discovery this week was was another thing for the list was Botox. You're injecting what into your face? Like this torture into your face? Didn't you just get Botox? So why, (laughs) why, if you know you're injecting (laughs) 0.0007% botulism into your face, do you still do it? Why, why would... Did you or did you not? Yeah, that's a yes. Uh, For everybody, for the Just get Botox. Then why are you talking about that like that? Because... I want to know what compels us to do things to ourselves. We're vain, you cl- obviously. Well, here's the other thing. Here's the thing with Botox that cracks me up is the first thing about it is that it, it paralyzes your face, right? So then you like you can't blink and you're or you can't no, like you can't. Those are old, old ladies who over Botox. Or, or how about the ladies that go out and get the plastic surgery? Like poor Joan Rivers, by the time she died, she, her face looked like a catcher's mitt. I mean, she looked oddly shapen. Her face was oddly shapen. You know who else? A brand new catcher's mitt that hadn't been worn in yet. A brand, be kind, brand new. That was that shit was tight as could be. Hey, listen, right? I meant the best catcher's mitt you can buy. <laughs> is what I, I love meant. Joan Rivers. I, I do too. But I mean, I see. I'm trying to think who else that have had these uh, surgeries, these plastic surgeries, and this shit shot into their face. I mean, Lisa Renna. 
with those lips. My God, they're so under the, you cannot stop staring at her face and she has big boobs. So if I was sitting there and she was in a low cut dress, I could not take my eyes off her mouth. But that was from surgery too. Yes. All those surgeries. I said I would never have a voluntary surgery while I have kids. I'm not going. I can't risk. There was somebody local, who, a 16 year old, who went in for liposuction and died. Routine liposuction. Right. That's the lottery and I hit. At six, I can't exactly. I can't miss. I can't risk that for a hot second. Uh, it's too much. I want to see. Too much. I want to see done. No, it's not too much. I want to do. It's just what I want to see. Right now, so there, sad. I'm so sad. Here's the funny thing, and I don't even know. Um, I was I was hoping this was true, but I hear that they're about they're uh, actually able to freeze you, and then when they freeze you, it kills fat cells, and then the fat cells cryogenic you're talking yeah about. like is, is that a thing because i'm all ready for that you know i'll take a little bit of shaking and shivering the real housewives of somewhere went into little cryo tanks for i don't know what is it 90 seconds that you have to i'll look into it we'll go together yeah um and they'll just freeze off whatever they can i mean it's not like you're walking out and they're chipping it off i mean it's yeah but see the thing there's a difference between me going and you going which is okay melissa is thin she's thin so but why? So what are you cryoing off? I would be going for the fun of it. I I took the I fun took care of, it. of my yeah. I would be going for the let's check it out. I would be going for the is this real? Does this work? Does this freeze the water weight that's in me that I would lose by you know they always right. say that first ten pounds is water weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I you know I love these people that are trying to lose that last ten pounds because to be honest with you, I, I would rather look like their before picture. Than their after picture. But you're working on it. Yeah, I understand. Every, I, no, every day I, is a struggle. I, get I felt that. your struggle when those Malamars came into my house. <laughs> I saw those. And I, st- it, but what it was, like, remember you had the cheesecake and it just kicked off like a downward spiral. Right. And I thought, well, I do make chocolate chip banana loaves, these little mini loaves, which are amazing for my kids every week now because the bananas always go bad. So I have to do something with them. So I make right. these loaves or stop and- buying them. And they're, oh, no, bananas are, I always think we're going to eat them while they're good, but we mm-hmm. never get around to it. So they're right. always bad. So I always make it. But then that started the downward spiral and I just kept eating. And then, well, I took Mallory to the Cheesecake Factory when Ethan went for, oh, a fortnight. That was this weekend. They had a fortnight um, tournament at the second largest mall in the country. And I dropped him off there, and then somebody at dinner the next night said, you know that's where pedophiles go to find children Excuse to take me? them. I didn't. What? Why isn't that more, why isn't that more uh, advertised, to be quite honest with you? I never heard of such a thing. <laughs> it's because you're not listening to that new religion that Jessica just talked about. You're not on their podcast, that new religion she said pedophiles are doing. A- yeah, well, here's the th- <laughs> Right. That's a whole nother sickness. Okay, so I can understand because that is a target-rich environment for, yes, that's where they would be. So they go to meet those kids. So so I drop him off, and somebody made me feel shitty about it. But so then I drop him off, and I go out to the Cheesecake Factory, and there's their uh, pumpernickel bread in that basket at the Cheesecake Factory is kind of unbelievable. So we're plowing through that. So that was my – that the Malamars are my cheesecake your mm-hmm. cheesecake. And I just, yeah. I've kind of been on a downward spiral. And then I thought, all right, think about what you lost, how you did it. And the bottom line is I'm playing with winnings now, as you say, in your playing gambling. Playing with the house money. I'm playing, yes. So 
I would like to never go above X number, but I I have like three pounds to play with. So if I eat this today and but it's it's a runaway train, really. There's no mm-hmm. there's no way to put those brakes on that's not, you know, locking you up, <laughs> like sh- wiring. Sugar is really, really addictive. People don't realize how addictive sugar is, how it lights up your pleasure center in your brain. It just really fires it up. So it is very hard to get off of. It's, you know, you automatically go, th- you go through withdrawals like you do any other thing that your body wants and craves. So your brain's lighting up by, by hitting those pleasure centers and food right. for me, even Malamars for me or my Nana used to have them. And she, is I mean, it's, it it's a memory center too. It's, yeah. They're not even in my top 25 They're not even cookies. good. No, they're not. So it had to be something, really. I understand Shame. what you're saying. It's chocolate and marshmallow over a, a graham cracker. It's, it's basically an inside-out s'more. S'mores are great. What do you mean? Mm. Um, but, I, but I would choose that over an Oreo any day because an Oreo, I would start at one end and I couldn't stop. Right. Because it's, it's the texture. It's repetitive. It's a... Yeah. So once it starts, so I really like need to throw salads in front of my stumbling over just to stop from putting carbs in my face. Yeah, I get it. I mean, if I was going top five cookies, I think number five would be uh, Chips Ahoy. Number I love five. that you're going five to one. Go ahead. Right. And then number four would be like an oatmeal raisin cookie. Uh, number three would be. Ugh, gross. What? Oatmeal raisin? Love oatmeal raisin cookies. Like uh, right from the store or a homemade somebody loves. Uh, no, I'll take raisin. one from the store. They like the ones they bake in the store. Ugh. I would say number three is a. Um, I'll go Oreo is number three. Uh, I'm not even sure what number two would be, but I know number one would be the vanilla wafer. Love the vanilla wafer. Vanilla wafer. Vanilla vanilla wafers. Nella I guess. Wafer. Yeah, okay. we used to call them vanilla wafers back in the day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh yeah, and that's it. And I'm trying to think what number two would be. I guess if I can't You're, think of it. So I gave you my you top like four. Sh- do you like that sugar cookie? No, I hate sugar cookies. Sugar cookies no, would the, be... No, the one with the crispy outside and the vanilla cream on the inside. What are those called? Yeah, no. Oreos? It's a, it's a, no, it's a, it's a blonde Oreo is basically what it oh, is. Oh, yeah. JoJo's. I get those from Trader Joe's. They're better. Right. See, so... so Jessica, what's your top four cookie? Um, I like the JoJo's. I like, they're mostly Girl Scout cookies. I like the Samoa. Oh, I forgot that. That's number two on my um, Thin Mint or Samoa? No, Samoa. The peanut butter one and the coconut one. Tag along? Yeah, the That's tag along. Yeah. That's your peanut butter one. Um, Remember last week I said I'm only interested if you're bringing me, I don't want to support your kids unless they're bringing me Girl Scout cookies. Right. I know my I know my Girl Scout cookies. That's pretty much it as far as cookies. I mean, like I, I eat all the different ones, but those are my favorite. Right. What about the Archway Dutch chocolate one? I don't know that. What is that? Hmm. They, they got the two <laughs> biggest, they got the sugar pieces on them are too big. I don't like that. <gasps> too yeah. big? Yeah, it's like, it's almost like a crack rock on top of there. They're so big. I don't like it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. The Archway Dutch chocolate cookies that that are soft and that fold and that are perfect texture are in the top three of all cookies of all time. Eh, maybe. Well, listen, who we're Maybe. listening to? You like a Malamar? Your Malamars I are your number do, one. But I like the Malamar because in the fridge you can crunch through that top layer of chocolate and you hear it crackle. Eh. Look, I'm just mad at both of you because you you overruled my million dollar idea, and Jessica came out with a two million dollar idea on true. top of it. She showed me up as far as ideas went, and, and I even just, forget the name of it. It was something in dip pierogies, dip and drive, dip, dip and, and drive, mm-hmm. dip and drive is the name. That's that should be. That should be the name of the episode, Dip and Drive. Dip and Drive. That will be the name of the episode. You are right. (laughs) And 
And I'm really working on the cardboard container that holds one side for dips and the other side for dippables. Right, dippables. there you go. I like that. Dippables. That's a great word. Dippables. 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 Right. Put your dippables here and your dips there. Right. The, all the dips are dancing. <laughs> uh, you get your That's multiple dips. You get your uh, your uh, sour cream, your ranch, and then maybe your uh, honey Butter mustard. Butter and onions. Butter, yeah, the gravy. The gravy is the butter. one That's you do. right. Where's the butter and onions? I would just like the butter and onion dip. No, I, I don't need any food. Do you have spares? My husband and I like to drink them at night. Jeez. <laughs> so good. My kids went to Chick-fil-A and they said, can we get Chick-fil-A sauce? Can we have extra, please? I have like 10 of them now. And the kids are like, ah, licking them. They love that nastiness. You know, it's so funny. They're talking about how... You- <laughs> That everybody wants to boycott Chick-fil-A. It's so hard because Chick-fil-A does so many things. Like there's so many people coming, trying to get into the place to, to order food that the drive through got so big that what they did, the manager come running out and said, everybody park over there. They ran over there with tablets. And as people were parked in the parking lot, they took the orders and the managers and the people were running food to them so they could get more people in and out of the place. It's the most amazing fast. If it wasn't for the, I wish the food was as, that was as good as the service and the management. It's amazing. My pleasure. My pleasure. That's all they say to you. Yeah. My pleasure. Yeah. We don't really eat there except for when my kids get their braces tightened and we go get um, milkshakes. Oh, the milkshakes are so good. They, that, right? They so are that's so what good. I get them. Yes. They love them. And now they're opening one like a mile and a half up the street from me. A Starbucks and Chick-fil-A combo is being built so walking distance almost to our house. So I'm a little disappointed in that. Still can't Ew. do the Starbucks. Hate Starbucks. Their coffee's horrible. But it anyhow. is horrible. But there's something about it that's wonderful as well. So your Dunkin' Donuts, if you would like us to do an ad for you, we're happy to. I do one every morning, to to be quite honest with you. I am curious to hear Jessica's one last thing of her celebrity demands. Are you? What celebrities have been demanding. There we go. Let's close out on that, and then we'll wrap it up, slip it, rub it down. Oh, no. Okay. The girl is going to do me. Bizarre real demands celebrities made behind the scenes. The mother crew built Jennifer Lawrence a Kardashian tent so she could de-stress. If it had it had gumballs, it was plastered with the Kardashians' pictures, and it looped keeping up with the Kardashians. She called it my happy place. Who? Jennifer Lawrence. That is ridiculous. That's... I don't know that I believe that. I thought she was smarter than that. I know, yeah, so but I. it's still interesting. Liam Neeson, aware that his Irish accent had been made fun of in Family Guy episode, agreed to star in Seth MacFarlane's A Million Ways to Die in the West on the one condition that he play a cowboy with a, with an Irish accent. <laughs> okay, there we well, go. Well, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Aretha Franklin always got paid in cash. A holdover from her early career when ripping off black performers was extremely common. Franklin began demanding payment up front in cash or she would not perform. She would carry the cash in her purse and often take it with her on stage. She kept that policy for her entire career. Wow. She must have one Imagine big ass Imagine forking over 50000 in cash to Aretha just to have it sit on the piano. That's amazing. I like that idea, though. Whenever Queen were feeling a bit annoyed before a show, they would demand that the opening act keep the noise down so they could get ready without distractions. <laughs> you mean the, uh, when they were out on stage? Yes! Guys, we're going to sing our next like song this. on the down low. <laughs> on the down low. I hope it wasn't Meatloaf. Here we go. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. <laughs> this is a good one, too. What does Motor City Madman Ted Nugent require in his dressing room? You will never guess. Guns. 
Guns. Lots of guns. Uh, venison. Ammunition. Man-sized Kleenex. Man-sized Kleenex? Mm-hmm. I don't even understand what is that, that even is. A Kleenex. Thing? Just yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that. You know, it's like dude wipes. Dude wipes are like regular wipes, but they're for a man size ass. Kirk Cameron insists on only kissing his real life wife. The scene in Fireproof had to be shot in silhouette in order to swap the actress for his wife. He is a tweaked motherfucker. Yes. Ridiculous. That's Yeah, he's crazy. Well, you know what? I find that endearing. Stop it. I do. Hey, Hey, listen. You know what? A guy only wants to kiss Knock his wife. Knock it off. It's acting. Quit it. Bullshit, it's acting. Let me tell it's you something. It's your job to do it. I understand you can't that. Do your, I can't. Come on, John. He's a, a firefighter who's only. I'm a firefighter who's only going to fight fires in my own house. He's a putz. That's it. He's a I'm putz. only fighting fires in my own house. He's a putz. Stop pretending that, that, that making out with another woman in a scene is still not kissing Ugh, another he's woman. A Come on. It means nothing. He's an actor. It's what you do. Then then fight fires instead. Don't be an actor. Okay. Well, he, he, fig- he figured out a way of getting around it. I think it's endearing. Yeah, here's how we figured it out. You can't act anymore because A, you suck, and B, you have weird things that you require that are just dumb. Listen, if, you had, if all actors couldn't act because they had weird things, there wouldn't be any actors or actresses. Well, maybe it's just because he sucks. How about that? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Maybe because after go. growing pains, he sucked. Next, in in all Goldfinger promotional material, Sean Connery demanded that his name be 25% bigger than all the other cast members. Ego. Love wow. It. Ego, That's ego, a good ego, one. Ego, ego, ego. Well, I'm going to do that with our names on this podcast. You wait. Uh, you know, I think I should have my name 25% bigger than Goldfinger. <laughs> oh, I'm not good doing job. it. I'm not doing it, John. It has to be 25% bigger. It has to be 25% bigger. Nice, guys. Chicken not stood. Um... Uh, Samuel L. Jackson loves golf in fact he loves golf so much that he has the option to go golfing twice a week included in all his film contracts there you go I like that I feel like this stuff takes balls well they've come to I guess when you hit a certain level of fame and your price tag is big enough you can have those balls Kirk Cameron cannot have those balls. <laughs> Fair enough. He is balls. Apparently he can. No, he, what's he done? What has he done for you lately? He, he, oh. he oh, Is it time to eat? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what he did. He got, he was able to kiss his wife and that uh, actress. Once. And then they That's said, right. get the fuck out of here. You're not worth it. That's right. You don't know that. Give it to me. I'm worth it. Next. Not only does Jack White insist on one bowl of fresh, chunky Jack White from the... Black Keys? No. Jack White from uh, the thing where he said the drummer was his wife, but it was his sister. It was his sister, but it was his wife. He's not White Stripes. White Stripes. White Black Keys, White Stripes, whatever. Not only does Jack White insist on one bowl of fresh, chunky homemade guacamole in his dressing room, he provides the recipe. Now that's douchey. Hey, you like it the way you like it. I bet you there's one ingredient in there that he doesn't put on the, the recipe. Spit. Ew, gross. Why are they always bubbly when Ew. I don't them All right, Ben Affleck, being a fan of the Red Sox, wasted production time during filming of Gone Girl because he didn't want to wear a Yankees hat in one of the scenes. He described it as a one-man riot against the Yankees. Now that is fucking douchey. I'm sorry. I, I respect that because I would not wear a Dallas Cowboys hat. Even if you were paying, being paid $2 million? 
Oh, maybe. I That's don't know. What I but thought. I mean, if I was paid a couple, $2 million, like 10 or 12 times, then maybe not. I don't know. Why does it got to be the Yankees? This one is a particularly <laughs> smart one. Queen Latifah has a no death scenes clause in all her movie contracts. She started asking for this when she realized being killed off meant she couldn't appear in any sequels. Oh. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was a superstitious thing. No. But now that it's... It's a business thing. Can I ask you? I'm just curious. How many of Queen Latifah's movies actually have sequels? None. But that's okay. not 0. the point. 0. Right. Well, the point is, pick better fucking movies to do and then use that. But if she had a better movie, they'd want to do a sequel. She uh, she can't be killed. Peter Sellers wouldn't let anyone wear green or purple around him. The Pink Panther actor was very superstitious of those two colors and would storm off set if a member of the production crew were dressed in either hue. Sellers even had people search rooms he would stay in to make sure there was nothing green or purple. That seems to me bonkers. like a hint of mental illness. That's that that screams to me of of mental illness. That is yes. some bonkers ass shit right I there. I mean, when my my son, my daughter, my husband, they go fishing. They can't bring a banana on the boat because that's bad luck. The color yellow is bad luck. Banana boat sunblock is bad luck. Superstitions. He sounds crazy. That's, that that sounds bonkers. more like a plain and simple. Just bonkers. Okay. For the longest time, you couldn't have a green race car because that was bad luck. But they have them all the time now because of sponsors. Mm-hmm. Right. But those crash. And if there's something luck wise and things that crash, I- I'll I'll follow that if my life is in danger. Mm-hmm. Next, I have 10 more and that's it. Is that all? That's a lot. It was 23. But you guys okay, won't. All right. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Christina Aguilera really hates traffic. Her tour writer requires a police escort where under no circumstances will she encounter any delays due to traffic. I just think that's. Who? Braddy. Um, brilliant though right? ready but yeah christina aguilera she, she's got that much weight oh yeah hell yeah she's a big deal <laughs> i tell her to wait in traffic she's a big deal CeeLo green re- demands Ooh. on his writer vodka and red m&ms you know what i fucking hate people with their m&m color choices just shut the fuck up they all taste the same you dick together he wants them together vodka well and there's red just two M&M. things on the list i guess but that's weird okay and a couple of 14 year olds Allegedly. Saved by the Bell alum Dustin Diamond requires a zany amount of beverages at his appearances. His room has to have four bottles of water, four Red Bulls, two pints of 2% milk, two pints of chocolate milk, a four 20-ounce Pepsi or Coke, and a six-pack of Milk Glow Ultra at every club. I mean, obviously, that's for more than one person. What's the milk and the chocolate milk for? If you're drinking beer, fuck? how do you no, do maybe that? Maybe for kids if they're there. Mm. He's not. He's not drinking chocolate. He's not drinking beer. He's like, yeah. Mm. I don't. Know. I didn't know that. He's uh. He's on the cure. I think so. Hmm. Wasn't he? Wow. I don't know. Allegedly, I don't know. Right. I, I can't. Also, I can't imagine that he has appearances because he has zero percent talent. So I don't know who would pay him for anything in the first place. Uh, I'm sure there's some screech groupies out there. Grimes, whoever that is, she's a rapper, seems like her musician, Luang, likes playing with or cute or fluffy creatures backstage. At one point, her rider asked for a bulldog, French bulldog, pug, Pomeranian, chinchilla, or Pekingese to play with. Oh, my God. Rent a dog. It's so stupid, I think. Uh, yeah, that's dumb, too. You're obviously hired for a reason, not to entertain yourself in your green room with puppies. I guess Go, it relaxes get her, a- whatever. I want to find, at the end of this, I want everybody to pick the most stupid. Let's do that. Okay. Carrot Top makes sure someone's reading his writer by requesting a specific picture be drawn or painted with crayons. No, 
painted or drawn with crayons. He says the best drawing wins something. We um when we give cards, greeting cards, we always go to like the mahogany cards to Stuart and I back and forth or Mallory just gave her friend a like 2-year-old boy card to see if in reality you're going right to the check or you're going if you're reading it. Exactly. We want to know. It's it's a test. So, yeah, all right. He's a comedian. Go ahead. While embroiled in sexual assault controversy, it seems Bill Cosby was none too pleased with certain hometown newspapers in 2005. His writer specifically demanded engagements not be advertised in the Philadelphia Inquirer or the Daily News. Mm. I heard that one already. Oh, really? Yeah, I've heard that. Tom Cruise pulled some strings to have a fully staffed Scientology tent on the set of War of the Worlds. Melissa? I have no comment. (laughs) (laughs) He's ludicrous. I can't. Okay. I just can't with him. I can't with it. I know you're poking me with a stick right now, John, but I can't with him. (laughs) Next. Pharrell Williams occasionally asks for a framed picture of Carl Sagan in his writers. What? Initially, his crew did it as a joke because (laughs) Williams is a big fan of Carl Sagan. He appreciated it so much, he started asking for it himself. How about that? While on tour in North America, Adele explicitly forbade anyone serving her North American beer. I mean, cool, right. I guess. Whatever. This one is the last one and my favorite. Well, no, it's not that weird. On her 2010 world tour, Rihanna's room had to have archipelago black forest candles. If the promoter could not get these, they had to contact Rihanna's people ASAP to find out what candles were her second choice. I think we read that on a rider thing. Before. Really? About her candles? Yeah, I think you. I think it was your, your article then, yeah. too. Anyway. Um, so John, you asked what was the most ridiculous. Kirk Cameron is the biggest douche. I think that, on that wins list. the prize for, yeah, just being so obnoxious about your standards that you have to rearrange an entire production so that you, it's like, and the shots, it's like the Pence thing. Yeah. It's like the Pence thing. You can't be in a room with a woman unless your wife is there. Y- hey, you know like what? Nowadays, get, get a hold shit of yourself. Out. <laughs> I'll tell you what, nowadays, that's a great idea. Get that's a, a hold that's of the yourself. smartest idea ever and it's only men who no women would ever want to be with so true that way. okay so then there you go so there shouldn't be any problem i honestly it's no problem you're still fucking crazy but it's no yeah. problem i don't know i don't know how crazy that is at least there's nobody there's no one ever going to accuse him of any inappropriate behavior because they were alone that is actually smart to be quite honest with you i hate saying that about the man but that's actually not a bad idea hey guys thank you for an amazing episode <laughs> and a full-time job for john <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you would like to find us weeks. on social, you can find us at Listen Brilliant on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also send us an email, brilliantobservations at gmail.com. And finally, you can come to our website, brilliantobservations.com. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you to Melissa and John for being hilarious as always. And if you like this episode, please share it with someone, anyone, just so we can see if, you know, that works. You're listening. <laughs> right. Come on. Come on, guys. Yeah. Share it with someone. What, Send it to someone. Look what we do for you every week. Do this one thing for us. We ask nothing oh of God. you. All right. Hey, one listen. Thing. The other thing is, please interact with us on social media. Melissa loves it. It lights her up. Yeah, she gets it's really done. excited. She likes that more it than does. she likes Malamars. Follow us at Listen Brilliant on all the things so Melissa can have a nice day. There you go. She does dig it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.